Welcome back for another nerdy episode where books and drinking go hand in hand. And where foreshadowing and bizarre theories are all the buzz. Now get ready as we crack open and crack up over our new novels. I'm Aiden Galloway. I'm Bryn Plyler, and this is Sips and Subtext. The following podcast contains strong language, references to alcohol and sexual behavior, and books and characters we don't own. Content warning. The following episode contains discussion about sexual assault and rape that may be harmful or traumatizing to some listeners. If you wish to skip this content, this discussion takes place from 33 minutes and 20 seconds to 40 minutes and 30 seconds. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Sips and Subtest, our episode four of Circe. We're really excited to dig in. A lot of things happen this episode. Mostly bad, but we're we're going to get into mm-hmm. all parts of yeah. it. Um, but before we get into that, Bryn, how, how have you been doing? I'm Honestly, I'm tired. I drove for 14 hours yesterday because uh, there was a little bit of traffic on my way home from uh, South Carolina. And, you know, I don't think I've fully recovered today, but that's what Sundays are for. Sundays are for recovery. So... Uh, hopefully I'll be more rested next week, but I'm, I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I am doing okay. We just did a lot of, my mom and I just went around and did a lot of shopping today. So I bought some crystals, so I have only good vibes now. So in case, in case anyone needs them, (laughs) I'll send them your way. Um, but other than that, it's been relatively chill. I'm back in Tennessee for the near future, just working grinding in that work from home life Mm, i totally understand and i hate it but it's okay Uh, my apartment seems to be getting smaller by the day but it's okay we will get (laughs) that's because your dog's getting bigger yeah something like that or we keep bringing more shit into this apartment so it just we lose it also contributes Yeah. (laughs) yeah oh my gosh aiden what is the drink of the episode so our drink of the episode is called a Trojan horse uh, for what will soon become clear. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the Battle of Troy a lot in this, yeah. in these four chapters. Um, it's actually a pretty common cocktail, cocktail quote unquote, mixed drink um, that neither Bryn or I had ever heard of. It's really popular in Great Britain in that area mm-hmm. during the summertime. And it's normally a mixed drink between a Guinness beer and a uh, Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And I don't really drink either of those. So my version is gluten-free beer that I found and a sugar-free knockoff Coke. <laughs> so we're doing great over in the Galloway household. <laughs> it actually tastes really good. And I'm not a big beer person. So that's exciting. Yeah, you said it was sweet. So that's um, something to look forward to. Go to our TikTok to see us make and try this drink in the future. It's really complicated. It involves pouring two different liquids into yes. one glass. It's really difficult. Yep, it's the most difficult drink it. to date, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yes. And with that, everyone... Grab your your Guinnesses or insert beer here. If you're drinking Natty Light, please leave. Um, and with that, Rin, please summarize our chapters for this episode once you finish giggling at my back. Yeah. Oh, goodness. I just told Aiden right before we started recording that I have four pages typed out for this summary. So it's not very much of a summary, but 
you know, it's basically just the main points of the book, just with less words. So, chapter 13, Cersei is picking strawberries when she notices a ship approaching quickly. Two people descend from the ship and approach Cersei. They kneel and ask her for help. Cersei agrees, slaughters a pig, and performs a healing ritual to rid her guests of their oily, heavy stench that is surrounding them. The man thanks her, and the woman reveals herself to be Cersei's demigod niece, Aeti's child, called Medea. The man reveals himself to be Jason. So Cersei serves them food and wine, as it is law to serve your guests before asking any personal questions. And they tell her their tale of how they escaped from Aetes with the Golden Fleece and that he had to, that they had to kill, chop up, and toss Medea's brother over the side of their ship in order to stop Aetes from pursuing them because he is Aetes' heir and he would have had to give him a proper burial. Medea puts something in Jason's drink so he goes to sleep so Cersei and Medea can talk privately. Cersei tries to reason with Medea, saying that she will not be welcome or accepted in Jason's home and that she could put, that Medea could stay with Cersei. Medea insists that Jason loves her and would never leave her or resent her as he married her as soon as they were gone from Aetes' lands. When Cersei still doesn't agree with Medea, Medea calls her Cersei out for being lonely and trying to force someone to stay with her against their will and how that would feel like a death sentence for Medea. Jason stirs from his drug slumber, and Medea grabs him and leads him back to their ship, and they sail away immediately, even though it's getting close to night. And uh, Cersei then waits until they're out of sight before returning to the beach, where she waits because she knows that her brother will follow them there. When Aetes mm -hmm. arrives, he becomes furious at Cersei for allowing Medea to leave, saying that it was her duty to keep her there. Cersei says Medea didn't want to stay, and Aetes threatens to punish her. Cersei simply tells him, no, he won't punish her, as he may have free reign to do that in his own lands, but this is her land, and he won't do that to her here. Aetes say, says that Cersei may not be punished, but that does not save his daughter from him. Cersei tells him that his daughter is more like him than he knows, and that he shouldn't expect her to be easily defeated. Moving on to chapter 14, Medea's words about Cersei being lonely follows her for days and makes her work seem very frugal. One day, a nymph shows up and says that she has been sentenced to the island for a year by the gods, and she is to be Cersei's servant. However, the nymph does not seem to want anything to do with Cersei and refuses her hospitality. So Cersei tells her to wander the island and not to bother her, or else she will turn her into a worm and cast her into the ocean. More nymphs start showing up on her island, and they're sent there by the gods. Cersei then calls upon Hermes to find out why all of these nymphs are showing up, and he asks, or she asks Hermes to go ask her father to stop sending them as they're just getting in her way. Hermes says that it cannot be done and that she cannot make requests, uh, requests or requirements on her own exile. Hermes then calls her dull and tells her to invite the nymphs to her bed. Cersei then sends him away and says she never wants to see him again. Hermes does not come back to her, but does make a point of sleeping with the nymphs on the island to try and make her jealous. 
Years go by, and when the nymph's sentence is finished, they leave her island, and new ones take their place. But Cersei doesn't really seem to get close with or spend any time with any of them. Her lion dies of old age, and Cersei builds a pyre by herself and sends her lion to the afterlife by setting her lion on fire. Not long after that, they get some visitors on the island, and it's about 20 sailors who heard her singing and came to her to her house. They heard her singing and came to her house. Cersei sends away the nymphs because she wants the attention of the men to herself, and she feeds them and gives them wine. They ask her who they should thank for her hospitality, her husband or her father. When she tells them that this is her house and that they should thank her, then she gives them a new wine with a different kind of concoction put in it that will make them go to sleep upon a word, a command word that she says to activate that spell that she put in it. They all drink the wine and then the leader rises and approaches Cersei. Cersei wants to believe that they are nice, good men. So she does not give the spell. She does not say the spell's command word. But when the leader gets too close, he quickly overpowers her and he rapes her. During this act, he has his hand on her throat so she cannot cry out or speak. And when it is over, it takes a few moments before she's able to speak again. And in those moments, she remembers that the the concoction that she made also had another use other than putting people to sleep. So she says that command word. The spell takes effect and all of these men basically blow up from inside. That's moving on to chapter 15. Cersei drags the bodies one by one back to their ship, then sets it on fire. She had hoped that her father would come to her aid and help her, but no one appeared. So, you know, time goes by and it becomes a usual occurrence for ships to find their way to her harbor. Her harbor. The nymphs would set out new wine and then leave Cersei alone with these sailors. The men would eat their fill, then turn on her, and she would use the spell on them again. But now she'd modified it so they no longer died, but they turned into pigs. She would also leave their leader for last so that he could see the errors in his way before he was turned into a swine. Her pigsties became overfilled with pigs so much that she had to regularly expand it or add styes, and sometimes some of the pigs would get out and hurl themselves off the nearest cliff in order to be finally done with this new horrible life. All of the pigs were scared of Cersei and always appeared apologetic, but Cersei knew that they weren't apologetic because of what they were trying to do. They were apologetic because they got caught and had to deal with the consequences. One day, another crew appears, but they do not seek her out immediately. Three days go by when they finally come to her house. She turns them all into pigs and send them out to the sty. When the nymphs come back in, they are all mingling, and then they alert her to another man coming up from the beach. This man does not look at her like the other men do. He does not look at her belongings like treasure to steal, and he does not fear her, but is still respectful and knows of her powers and her title. Cersei recognizes him as Odysseus, and she knows that he has been 
and she notices that he has been instructed to carry Molly near her, and so her spells will have no effect on him. She admires that he is so careful and smart and offers him a deal to gain his trust and for him to gain hers. Odysseus says that he could not turn her down, but he could not accept her until she swore on the river sticks not to be lying or curse him once he agreed. Circe agrees to take the oath and then they become lovers. Chapter 16, Odysseus tells Circe about the Trojan War and how they ended up coming to her island. He tells her that his crew is not the smartest or the best men in the world, but they were all that he had now. After they start to trust each other a little bit, Circe changes his crew back from back to humans from the pig selves that they were, and they're all grateful to Odysseus for their return. Odysseus asks Circe if they can stay for a month while they fix their ship as it was in need of repairs, and Circe agrees. So during the day, the men and Odysseus would go to repair the ship, and at night they would all eat together. Then Circe and Odysseus would talk by the hearth, then go to bed together. Odysseus was a great storyteller, and after they would sleep together, they would talk, and he would share stories of the war or of his son, and sometimes of his wife. And when the month is up, the boat is mostly fixed, but Odysseus says that he will stay through the winter if Circe will allow him, and she says yes. Over the month, Circe realizes that he asked to stay so he could practice being normal again since he had gotten used to only being a soldier for more than 10 years. She also realizes that she had developed feelings for him but won't ask him to stay longer because of his son. She imagines that his son is probably looking for his father to come home every day so she won't keep him from going home to his son. At the end of this chapter, Cersei starts feeling something new and starts to have a new hope. And that is the end of this chapter set. It is definitely grim and more serious uh, feelings than any other point in this podcast. Whew. I think what might be easiest if we just go chronologically, mm-hmm. I think that might be... So Aedes is bad. Uh, so is Perses. Yeah. Who would have thunk it? Well, who would have thunk it? Well, Perses, we kind of already knew. We kind of already guessed that based off of his, uh, you know, how he was growing up, based off of what we learned from Pacifei, based off mm-hmm. of a bunch of different, you know, individual things. Uh, but... Yeah, we, I wasn't too surprised. Like, I I mean, I figured that Persis was bad. But Aetes, basically, like, to me, for him to start off with him being so calm and so collected and so nice to her and basically just do a total 180 mm-hmm. and just, it's almost like, he was good until he knew that he had power and then he was just power hungry. And like all he cared about was the fact that he had power and that he could use that power to intimidate people, overtake people. And he got a rush and a thrill out of that. And so now he just is an asshole because he already knows that he can overtake people. So he's just having fun along the way, I guess, which yeah, I didn't. He want just him feels to be like, bad, but he oh can well. do whatever he wants. Therefore, he's going to yeah. kind well, of thing. 
Like, there's no morality to him mm-hmm. anymore. If there ever was. Even with their, like, very, like, childhood interactions. It's not like he was doing the good things to be moral. Mm-hmm. It's because he thought that was politically the correct decision. Yeah. It was all very calculated, not compassionate yeah. in any of his actions. Whenever he was young, he always... The way that Cersei would describe him made me think that he was always smarter than he should have been at that age so Mm -hmm. like he was you know a genius or a prodigy or whatever you want to call it of sorts and he just used that to his advantage and the more he got comfortable with that the more he used it for bettering himself and no one else and you know like doing the very worst with his knowledge that he could basically yeah essentially yeah not that like Medea is much better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she definitely is her father's daughter. Like, I understand, like, she's a girl in love and she's not thinking straight because of that. But there's also de- definitely a power hungriness to her. I She would not love Jason the way, love, quote unquote, Jason the way she does if he was not a king yeah. somewhere else. Or getting ready to be the king. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that whole thing with, like, you know, Jason's uncle overpowered him overpowered his father and when he agreed that when jason become a became of age and proved himself then he could become king so mm-hmm. yeah no there's definitely power hungryness there too which you know i do think that when cersei calls out her brother for being like you know first of all with him being like you know you're gonna be punished for not keeping her here like what the fuck was she supposed By to do? Who? I'm already in exile. Yeah. You're going to kill me? Yeah, what like else what, do you want from me? What else can you do to me to make my exile even worse? Like, there's nothing else worse other than unless Aetes is actually sending or, like, putting her island in the path of all of these uh, ships in order to get back at her. Unless he was the one who did that to put all of these men on her island to get her. I don't think that's true. I think that's just like as more travel has started yeah. in that time. Pe- Who knows what fucking time period right, is yeah. anymore. I don't even know. Not that I knew a lot of Greek history to begin with, but it's Trojan War. So I could probably look up the years of that. But there's definitely a lot more sea travel right now. So it's more likely that you're going to get more ships on shores because of that. Mm-hmm. Especially if there was a war going on for the past like 10 years. Yeah. Um, you're going to have more people showing up. So according to Homer, who writes the Iliad and the Odyssey, the Trojan mm-hmm. War happens between 800 BCE and 700 BCE. However, there are other interpretations of it that go back farther than that Hmm. like the first mention of it according to google which you know we all know that google is extremely reliable it's always yes yeah uh the trojan war happens between 1750 bce and 1300 bce which is like that's very different. Yes, yeah. that's a thousand years. Yeah, okay. it is. Um, 
which like I'm not totally it's worldhistory.org. That's where I'm getting my information right now. So that seems somewhat reliable. It's a dot. Yeah. But it's Trojan War timeline according to the World History Encyclopedia. So I don't know if there are so like there's a bunch of different dates. Some of one of them is according to Durus of Samoas. One is according to Herodotus. One is according to Eratosthen. Oh my gosh, I can't say that. I am probably butchering all of these names, but <laughs> you know, if you are mad at us for getting whatever wrong, this is where I'm getting it from. If you're mad at us for not knowing ancient Greek history, I don't know what to tell you. We warned you our very first yeah. episode. We have no reason to be able oh, to talk yeah. about this. No, <laughs> no, we're not qualified. We're just, you know. We just like to read yeah. and talk. And drink. And yes. drink. Yes. Must remember the drink. Okay. AEDs can suck my dick. Yes. <laughs> In conclusion. I can't stand him. Like, I was so on his side at first because he was the only one on her side. And you just jumped off the deep end right into, like, he was the only one who hung out with her. The only one that she had a, a yeah. um, Aiden just gave me a face. So that's why I'm explaining it. I, <clears throat> yeah, I gave a face because I, like, don't think he was ever on her side. He might have given her, like, two pieces of good advice. That's it. But I don't think he was ever on her side. He was on his own side. And I think it would have made him look worse had she fallen when he was still hanging out with her a lot. Because she was essentially his mother until he left for his own little island. Yeah. Where he's now a dictator of, which isn't that surprising. Yeah. And Persis has like a sex dungeon and a, well, rape dungeon. It's not yeah. sex because it's not yeah. consensual. With his Sumerian wife, quote unquote Who's wife. Who's chained up. Like, Yeah. Is she immortal? Who feeds her? <laughs> he probably feeds her a little bit every couple of days oh my God. just to like make sure she's alive. Pasiphae may be dead. Can any of them die? I want her to kill her whole family. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm no, I agree. Like, I'm just like, you know what? If you went berserko and those are the people that you targeted, I'd be on your side. I would. What happens if she leaves the island? <laughs> <laughs> is what my question is. I don't know because she had to get permission. Can she hide from her father? How, like no, because he can see everything that the sun is looking down on. Night is Selena Stitch. Because obviously Selena's not telling Helios anything about what happens in chapter fourteen. Well, if if she a- did, he didn't give a shit. And like she said that you know, like she set the the um, ship on fire. Right as the sun was rising. So, like, he should have been able to see the ship on fire. If he gave a shit, he would have been there. All he cares about is fucking his cows. Yes! Like, they be, they, uh, Odysseus even, they even talk about that. And they're like, you know, they must be husbanded well. And Cersei's like, oh, yes, he takes very good care of that. And I'm like, oh, no, he, he has his hand in that. Physically. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally. Quite literally. <sighs> so Edie's is now officially canceled. Mm-hmm. If we didn't Hers cancel him been canceled. Hermes, I think, is canceled at this oh point. Oh my gosh. From that one comment, yes. he's canceled. You're dull. Just rape the nips. Yeah. Did he say that she was gold? Or just no, like, he, he was physically, just like, he physically, he actually society. said it. 
because like how dare you not rape people you're dull Ugh. how dare you not be by and invite them to your bed like no he told her to rape them she because he's she's like i don't want to sleep with them he's like who cares what they want oh men are disgusting just there is not there's been one redeemable male character I've not decided about Odysseus because he is cheating on his wife the yes, time. Which... And just sticking around this island just so he can have a normal life instead of speeding back home. Yeah, no, he wants which to Which I practice. know what Penelope's doing. He wants to practice husband and wife while Penelope's about to get like raped by all these men. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. To a marriage, which is yeah. essentially a type we of rape. We do know Greek mythology. Yeah. I know some things. Yeah, I'd forgotten about and that. And his son's too useless to fix anything. Which I mean, his son like 13, is like 13, 14 years old. Like, what, you, you can't expect... And the original myth that I've read, it does not come through that he's like 13. It sounds like he's an adult and he's just like, I hope my daddy comes home, which I like this version better. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're 13. You can't be yeah. expected to fight off 40 men. I mean, at 13, you can't be expected to fight off one man. I mean, like, stand up to him? Yes. Physically fight him off? No. Unfortunately. Unless you, like, you know, go about it the the backhanded way. Like, don't come at him where he's looking at you. The sneak attack! Oh, I was was saying, go for the dick. (laughs) Just a little, like, Uh, see now I my weapon of choice is my softball bat. So that's what I was mm. imagining. Like sneaking I up also the have one. Yeah, I I but left my softball bat at my parents' house, but now I have two actual swords. Alex has swords, so I have fucking swords beside my bed. <laughs> Come back, bro. Swords. <laughs> oh, I'll slice you like a oh wait like a that imagery. A thief comes in and is like, oh, this girl's alone. It's going to be so easy. I'll just stare her and she'll hide and it'll find. I'll steal everything. This bitch comes out with a fucking it's it's five samurai eight, sword. Hundred and nothing swords yeah. with a samurai sword. Just like, get out of my apartment. <laughs> yeah. No, I have. You can't even fucking see because you did grab your glasses before you jumped out yeah. of bed. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm totally like, I'm halfway to legally blind, you guys. So like. I'm just swinging at nothing, basically. Oh, I love that. Oh my gosh, that's so fan Oh, I sure as hell would swing. But, yeah. Yeah, cut that bitch's Achilles. I will. Speaking of... Yeah, speaking of Achilles, we he is mentioned... Okay, we got off track. Oh, yeah. Do we want to go in chronological order, or do we just want to hop Oh, we around? totally Let's... skip chronological order. Like, I mean, we already missed... We, did, we skipped over Medea and Jason, if we're doing chronological. No, we were talking a little bit about Medea and Jason. Which, like, I... Jason's useless. Oh, He's yeah. Not really like worth talking about. The fact that his wife is literally standing there beside him, like, crushing something in your drink, and you're like, yeah, I'll drink it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, also, not a great uh, start to your marriage if you don't trust your husband to listen in on your conversations, and you have to drug him and make him sleep through them. Yeah, that was a really good point by Cersei. She's like, he already flinches yeah. at you. Yeah. And you're like, this is healthy. He loves me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I agree. I think that that's not a healthy uh, relationship, but I also don't think that Medea was uh, given a lot of, you know, 
role model role model ship is that a word uh nope okay uh we'll go with it yeah role model ship in that area like she does not have a healthy relationship with her own father so like and i'm sure that her father yeah her father didn't have a good relation a healthy relationship with her mother so like you know as soon as uh their mother gave them a son aet's killed her right Yes. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, so like she does not know what a healthy relationship is supposed to be like. She probably thinks that yes. this is the best relationship ever. And you know, cuz like he, I mean it's better than he's not going to kill her yeah. that she can he's tell scared yet, of her. So that's better better than what she yeah. has seen before at least. Yes. Yeah, I guess, I guess <laughs> whatever. But yeah, so it's like she has no frame of reference to go off of in that area but like i don't know why she thinks that this is a good idea but i mean lovesick girls also don't make the best decisions so Mm -hmm. i think also jason has used her to a certain degree because that's how i always felt it was like in the myths that he's just like oh yeah i'll marry you and then if you help me i'll marry you and then he didn't expect her to actually make it to the ship at the same time as him pretty much that's what i got from the original myth and then, like, I forgot that the brother made it on the ship, too. But. Which, yeah, what a fucked up way part. to go. Like. She's like, oh, she, this is literally the song from Chicago. Like, by the time I woke up, there was blood on my hands. Like, literally, like, no, you killed him because you were pissed off at your dad. Yeah. And she was like, no, I gave him a tonic so he couldn't feel it. And I'm like. But he could see it, probably. Like, he yeah. could, he knew what was happening. He knew that his sister was killing him. And, oh, God. Anyway. Medea just made me angry. And I hate being angry at women who have so obviously been abused. But she's just like, you're just like an old crone who's lonely oh, by yeah. herself. You can't make any good points about anything. I'm like, bitch, <laughs> she's lived well, hundreds of years. She might know something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how long has she been on this island? Like, 200 years in itself? Like So she's, long. She's been there. At least 200 years. Yeah. She might not be worldly, but, I mean, she's been through a world of hurt. Like, she knows what she's talking about. Also, like you've said, hurt people hurt people. So, you know, she's probably just trying to make herself feel better with her decisions by tearing down the person that you know, has her best interest at heart, even though she thinks she knows best for herself, which I'm sure that all teenagers, young children can learn from that. You know, your elders do know what they're talking about. Blah, 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 blah. But I do understand. Her also rebel. To, yeah. <laughs> I also understand wanting to be the, you know, the captain of your own ship and, you know, uh, making your own choices and not having your choices be, or not feeling like your choices are already chosen for you. So, yeah, I can There's see both balance. sides. And it's hard to learn when you're younger. I mean, I'm the first to like, I was, I am still very rebellious. I hate being told what to do, but it's just, I've gotten more learn... rebellious over time. Oh. The only consequences are the ones you make yourself. Yes. <laughs> essentially. Yeah. Okay. So, so, next chapter um you already mentioned possibly aedes is the one who is sending all the ships i don't really think that's true i think that's just a time passage of time it was mm-hmm. going to happen type thing yeah 
Which, like, Harvey's kind of hinted at it whenever he was like, you know, people can come here, but you can't go any, like, you can't go anywhere. So, like. What are they gonna do? What are they gonna do if she leaves? What are they gonna do? Kill her? Uh, Zeus will strike her down with some lightning bolts. I don't know. Like, death will come up from the underground. Zeus not a bad guy in this I know, like, he's hardly here. He hasn't here. showed up at all. No, like, Hermes sucks, Helios sucks, Aetes sucks, Glaucus sucks, like, Odysseus is meh. Also, Odysseus has a temper, which I don't... <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself, sir. Um, but not to her as much. It's more no, to it's his more men. to his men. Which, like, why yeah. even ask her to change them back if you're just gonna bitch at them all the time? So he needed someone to steer the ship. That's the only reason. He but they're not going anywhere! They <laughs> he just needs a, a crew! He, honestly... He doesn't want to fix the ship by himself. That... And he needs someone to be, un- like, not literally, but, like, figuratively under him and obeying him at all times. Because she's not going to do that. Yeah. And Excuse I think me. he likes that for a certain amount of time. Yeah. But like, he needs he to feel in charge. Back. Yeah. Yeah. To a certain degree. Yeah. No, I get that. But, like, if you're just going to bitch at them and, like be mad at them and slap them like whenever she was like you know sometimes he goes and you know joins them with their shenanigans but other times he gets mad and cusses at them and smacks them and or whatever the word verbiage was that she used there but like if you're gonna get mad and smack the shit out of people just let them stay pigs for a while until you get your shit fixed just I feel like it's real easy to be like no get the fuck away from me like you can just like verbally be like hey no, if you not today. stay in my space a little bit longer, you'll get smacked. I feel like that's a precursor before you do the smacking. That's what I always did. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, for um, legal reasons, no, that's not what I did. Who's pursuing charges? It's fine. It's probably past the statute of limitations. <laughs> I don't know. She has not committed murder no no (laughs) or any major assault i literally can't even watch murder on tv so no i have not done that (laughs) okay this is very funny but we do have to actually like let's just you said in the summary but chapter 14 i think okay we both thought before we read chapter 14 that the reason why she would start turning men into pits was odysseus himself yes and instead, it's this random fucking man. No name. Who just shows up. No name. Honestly, good. Yeah. Good. Because yeah. he should be that irrelevant yeah. after this. Who just is greeted with the most hospitality possible and returns that with the worst violence yeah. I could imagine. Other than, like, I guess, technically murder. But at least after you're murdered, you're gone. Yeah. You don't, you don't have to deal feel with the it yeah, you don't feel or think or deal with rep- repercussions anymore if you're dead. But, like, I don't know if that human would have been able to kill her anyway. But, also, I I think that it was a wake-up call for her whenever she was, like, all of a sudden he overpowered me. And, like, I'm a goddess. I shouldn't be able to be overpowered. Like, am I mm-hmm. that weak? How did I get this weak? Like, I... And then she starts thinking back to all of the times that, like, people in her father's halls would touch her inappropriately and, like, make comments towards her. And I'm like, oh, God. First of all, 
I feel that on such uh, I feel that. Yeah. On such a personal level. I can't. I can't. I I uh, do we have to talk about this? <laughs> no, we don't have to go into this much detail. I just think it does we do need to address yeah. it. And, yes. Because this is like a very vital unfucking fortunately, this mm-hmm. is a really big turning point mm-hmm. in her story. Oh yeah. And it's awful. And no one should have to go through this. I no. my biggest thing I wanted to mention was this is just like touch on how important this was. Yes. Is that I as triggering as I think it kind of was for both of us. Yes. It very much was very well written and not yes. just used as like a plot point or yeah. something to change her like while it did change her character, she is this is not all she is now. Yes. And I think that it was written in a well for people who would get triggered by things like this, I don't think like obviously do what's best for you but it was very mm-hmm. gratifying and i think it will become more empowering as it goes on like yeah the, like if you want to turn some fucking men into pids after they've raped you please fucking do so like i don't care yeah go slaughter them i don't care yeah they deserve <laughs> but, it at that point like yes. yeah and that's something that was also she did say like i didn't turn all of them into pits i let some of them go if they were nice to me and didn't try to like assault me or steal from Mm -hmm. me they were fine they didn't need to be pits they were good good enough to leave yes so it was all a ramification of their own actions and now we can leave chapter 14 behind because i think brit and i are both being very (laughs) yeah uh yeah. Behind in a way that we don't need to discuss details. Not behind. We recognize that it happened and it's horrible and, and it is important to her yeah. story. It's but definitely, this definitely, is not all her yes. story. It's important to the storyline. It's important to her character development and the reason behind why she's known for what she's known for. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that we now know that. And I do agree with you that it was very well written and, you know, it. I, I, whenever I finished this chapter, I had to sit still for a minute and put the book away. And, you know, like I, I had to collect myself before moving on. But, um, yeah. you know, I don't blame her for her actions afterward. And, you know, I think that, you know, she handled that with as much grace as she possibly could have. And, mm-hmm. you know, for everything that she has been through, she, Time and time again, she has shown that she is resilient, that she is strong, that she will not let certain things define her or tear her down. And I mm-hmm. really, I really, really respect her character for that. And, you know, not that, not that I think that I would be able to do that, but I think that that's some, something that I would strive to do. Like I would strive to be the person to never be bothered by what people do or say to me. Mm-hmm. And I think that she is a very, very powerful character and in more than one way. And, you know, and it's, and I don't know, cause we didn't, we have not read the classics. How, however much is actually written about her and her backstory in the classics, but this just feels like another woman who is harmed and hurt by men and ends up being the villain yep instead of the victim yes and it's the same thing like you can debate the medusa myth oh you want some of the um hunters of artemis who ended up being punished for breaking breaking their vows quote unquote yep. like you can debate how much was rape versus actual like consensual sets but either way i think oh 
nowadays a lot of people find comfort in reading them as sexual assault victims who got their power back and i think that's what we're seeing right here Mm -hmm. and i think that's very valuable no i definitely think that this whole book is turning it around because you know in the actual myths she is seen as the villain she's seen as Mm -hmm. this you know terrifying sorceress who would you know more terrifying to men than to women but uh you know Mm -hmm. like she was seen as somebody to be feared and somebody that you know like wouldn't think twice about you know causing you harm but do you know why she does that and i think that this whole story has been trying to show you her perspective and i and i love that i do mm-hmm. i think that this is a really good book and i think that it's you know more recently there have been a lot of female authors who have done this with female historical figures They've given them a story, given them a past that, you know, history doesn't actually articulate. History just basically names them and what they are known for. And what they're known for is usually bad things, but you don't, you never know the story mm-hmm. of how they got to be known for that. And I love that authors nowadays, especially female authors, are like, I want to give this person a voice. I want people to... You know, I want to look into it, whether it's fictional or you're actually t- taking, you know, looking into historical. Yes. Either. Yes. Yeah. Um, I do love that people are doing that now more nowadays. It, it's letting women be human yes. instead of just an archetype within yep. the literature. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. All right. So I want to say that I think it's great that all of the guys were slash pigs were scared of her. After being turned into pigs and that if they ever got the chance to break out of their sty, the first thing that they would do is jump off a cliff and die. Like, I think that that is great. And I think that's a fitting end to all of these, you know, terrible men. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just Would you sleep with Odysseus? (laughs) Honestly... So, you know, I'm a firm believer of, like, if they're married, they're off limits. So, like, that would have been, as soon as he said my wife, I was like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> like, I, before, we didn't even know he was Odysseus. But as soon as he said my wife, I was like, okay, so we're not supposed to be targeting this person. And yet she still did. But, you know, teach their own. But I can yes, look, but that's not on touch. Her. I can look, but not <laughs> touch. Were you looking? I mean, but I mean, I'll look at people and still not want to sleep with them. Be yeah. like, that's a nice looking specimen, but would I actually go for it? No. Probably not. Would you? Uh, I mean, probably. Like, yes-ish. Like, it's the same thing I would have a hard time because he was married. Yeah. But also he sounded really hot. So if he just didn't mention a wife to me, then yes. <laughs> yeah, but he For seemed sure. to mention it all the time, and it was always right after sex. And yeah, I, I was like, "How do you?" I would get so turned fed off. Up. I would be like, "Fed up with that." <laughs> stop Please it. stop talking about another woman in my bed, sir. Yeah, like your child—that's one thing. Your wife, like even—I don't know. Even your no wait, child is just as weird. What are you talking about? I don't want any mention of another person. Well, after we just had sex with each yeah. other, 
well, maybe, I, the way that that they or the way that I got that was that they would have sex. like at the hearth before. Yeah. Yes. Talk about whoever you want. At, when we're in bed and we're both naked and sweaty, let's cut it off. I don't want to hear another person's name out your mouth. <laughs> uh, Unless it's like I fought a war with this person. Then okay, sure. If well, your I mean, first thought is going to your son after we just had sex, I'm gonna be uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, the the way that they made me think that would ha- that this would happen is that she said that you know while the sex was pleasurable, the more pleasurable part was listening to him storytell. So like yeah. to me, it seemed like sex was pretty quick, and then story time. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, son of Hermes. Uh. <laughs> Lord. Okay. We're going to get struck down by the God of Messengers because of this fucking yes. book. Yeah, We're no. not going to be able to speak soon because we'd be like, what are you saying? Stop this shit talk. I know. We're going to be like, uh, what is it called? Whenever you're... Mute? No. Like, he's the God of, um, of like, stealing. So, like, my thing was, like, he was going to, like... I already lose all my shit. Like, he can fucking have it. I don't have anything ever. <laughs> Just don't take my books. Like, that's all I want. So, all of the... There's been, like, seven apartment buildings in Miami that have been shut down. And, like, thousands of people are having to find new places to live. This is right after... Just timeline yeah. for you guys. This is right after the um, apartment building collapsed down yes. in... It was Miami, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's right on the island. It's on... Uh, Miami Beach Island. Uh, so, like, I'm on the mainland, which is pretty good. I think that we are structurally sound. But Alex and I have made a game plan for, like, if this building is deemed unlivable and we have 15 minutes to grab whatever we want, what are we going to grab? Because that's what they're giving people now, is that they have an armed guard come with them to their apartment room and they have 15 minutes to grab what they can and then they have to leave and not come back. So, what would we take? And the first thing that is going is my books because I have spent so much fucking money. <laughs> what? 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 Bren? I have spent I know it's a lot of so money. much money on all of this stuff. My, the most stuff that I, the, the most money that I have spent in this apartment is on my books. That's so much time. It's no, it's not. No, it's not. I have 15 minutes. I can do you have a list of like these yes. are the most important ones? Yes. Okay. Of course you do. So you have Alex has two you? sea bags, which if y'all know what sea bags are, they are about the size of two uh, large suitcases wide or long, I guess. It's the size of two large suitcases. And then it's about like literally it is made for him to be able to stuff everything that he could possibly need if it was time for him to move out right now. So we have two sea bags and we like have that earmarked for clothes. And literally if it comes down to it, I can literally pack our clothes in like five minutes, maybe less. If Alex is here, less than that. But so do you have to get everything out of the apartment that you want to leave or everything out of the apartment building that you want to leave in 15 minutes? Because I don't think you can get all your books up and out of there. Like, the building itself in 15 minutes because that's going to be several no because we have so what I was saying is that we have two sea bags and we have three suitcases so my suitcases are earmarked for my books 
while the sea bags oh, okay. are for our clothes. And got you. Yes. And then, you know, like toiletries and shit are and last. Trinity. And well, Trinity's I mean, first. Well, Trinity would Trinity's be leaving. Assumed. Oh, well, yes. Trinity's all automatically coming with us. Um, she'd be thrown over Alex's shoulders at last second if if need be, but like like a lamb. Yes, like, like a lamb. Jesus painting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And she does that. Like she'll do that. She does. She's not happy about it, but she'll do it. My dog would never. She's <laughs> twenty fucking pounds. She has too much pride in her Chihuahua body. <laughs> Sorry, we got really sidetracked there. Anyway, what were we talking about? Odysseus might be canceled. He I, will be soon enough. I feel. I, like. I feel like that. As in the well. next four chapters, he will be canceled. Yes. So, more than likely, yes. I. I just don't like him because he's willing to cheat on his wife. So like, why try, why get feelings for him? Because you know that once a cheater, always a cheater. If he's going to cheat on mm-hmm. anybody, if he's going to cheat on his wife, who he's legally bound to, he's definitely going to cheat on and you and not be, you know, completely. Yeah. He's not going to be uh, exclusive with you. He's not going to take your feelings into consideration whenever he makes a decision. So yeah you know like sure you want to fuck buddy get a, i mean fuck him what why not but don't get feelings for him that's very easy for me to say because i don't think that i would fuck him but i also get feelings <laughs> way too easily so it's good it's easy for me to say that from far away and not being in the situation but i think yeah it's don't really get feelings easy. for a guy that is married that is not going to take I the mean, feelings into consideration. Somehow she didn't get feelings for Hermes, so she obviously has some ability to like distance herself. Not that Hermes was per- like anything like Odysseus, and mm-hmm. like uh, I mean, they told stories. That's like a similarity, I guess. But yeah, Odysseus... but Hermes told it maliciously. Hermes told these yeah, stories like, maliciously. Guess what? You can experience outside in the real yes. world. I'm gonna tell you all about yeah. it. Yeah. And, like, the things that she wanted to know about, he would tell her every boring little note that he could before telling her about the thing that she wanted to know about. Like, I Mm -hmm. specifically remember her saying that about him, which would piss me off. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. I feel like Odysseus is going to be canceled. Hermes was canceled a long time ago. And I'm so glad she's done with him. I'm so glad she was like, Mm -hmm. leave me. I don't want to see you no more. I have no... I have no. Uh, it's so obvious that he like for you. I, liked her. You don't try to make someone jealous if you didn't like them. Yeah, like you don't do that shit. You don't care. You just yeah. move on. Yeah. So it's interesting that he is sleeping with the nymphs or raping the nymphs Whatever in her woods. <sighs> and but like he would always like the way that they were described were like flushed and panting coming out of the woods. So like I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like were they running and then caught or were they like into it and all out of, of breath? them that have been all the nips that have ever been described seem very like power hungry. So I think it was consensual in the degree that he was at a high level of power and they wanted power. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's he's how attractive guy. Like, he's obviously very attractive as well. So, like, I mean, that's I how Cersei he... came to be—a power-hungry nymph tracked down Helios, trapped him into a marriage. Good for her. <laughs> she got the marriage. She got the marriage. That's true. 
and a lot of pearls until they were taken away from her. Yeah. No, wait, that was, um, what's her face? Stila. Stilia. Stila? She was the one with the pearls from Glaucus. Stila. Stila? Stila, isn't it? I don't know. Is Glaucus real? Yeah, this is a... in the myth. He's in the myth. He's it. Yep. He's a prophetic god of the sea. Mm-hmm. But in some myths, it's that he's Poseidon or Naiad's son. But he did become more by eating a magical herb. Oh, so just take out the whole part about Cersei, which is probably not. He is the protector of fishermen. Oh, no, Cersei, that is real life. Cersei, well, at least the Stilla turning, Cersei turning Stilla part. Mm-hmm. Which, like, I, like, the whole Greek pronunciation and spelling thing always throws me off because like in the books they're spelled one way and then like whenever you look them up they're spelled a different way like a a e a the island that she's Ay-ya-ya. on I that that's how i pronounce it in my head yeah i just yeah yeah that sounds fun <laughs> to me so i'm like that's it <laughs> that's how i pronounce it i don't know a a uh is what i was saying but anyway um so like what I'm looking at spells it with E's instead of I's, and then the book spells it with I's, and then, like, the whole Percy Jackson Kronos thing, like, it, in, you know, in, depends on what you're looking at, sometimes he's spelled with the C, like, C-R-O-N-O-S, and then sometimes it's K-R-O-N-U-S, and I'm like, which one is right? I need to know. Probably all and none of them. <laughs> Both and neither. Uh, just because I know, like, there's Heracles, there's Hercules, like, that's Heracles. just because of, like, ro- Heracles. Yeah. It's just, there's so many different people writing about the same myths. Mm-hmm. They're all gonna spell things differently. I don't think they had, like, a dictionary for these things where everything yeah. is gonna be spelled. And some of them were oral tradition, and if you pronounce something differently, it's gonna be spelled differently. Yeah. And then Greek to Roman, everything got fucked up with that. Yeah. So it's like, you know, in some areas of the United States, my hometown is pronounced a different way than we pronounce our hometown, my hometown. So like I'm from Lancaster, but people in the north pronounce it Lancaster. You. That's incorrect. <laughs> I honestly, I was sitting here like, what other way could you pronounce this as? Lancaster. Like, How, the English Lancaster. way. The English way. We southernized it. We southernized Do we want to talk it. about the Trojan War? Yeah. Is it interesting? I mean, Achilles was there. They straight up were just uh, like, Agamemnon. Was, Achilles was gay, uh, which was. I mean, she wrote a whole book about him. Yeah, she Achilles wrote a whole book gay, about so. him. Uh, which his name was Patroclus, right? Patroclus. And uh, I'm surprised that, you know, everyone was just like, oh, his lover, yes, him. It was a he. And everyone. I still think Aedes is gay. Because he's never loved a woman. He's always but killed He could also just be a sociopath, and that that's why too. he can't love a woman. But. I think he's gay. That's my head cannon. Purses he's is just definitely very, a sociopath. Like... 
So it's Pasifae. Pasifae is definitely I know. What like kind a, of... Or a narcissist. Like, her family's all fucked. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> She's that one, like... Instead of, like, you know they say that you have one gay sibling? She's yes. the one, like... Normal? Sibling with compassion. <laughs> that has any sort of... Sibling empathy. with normal brain functions. With, yeah, exactly. Normal brain waves. The most... The closest to uh, human as they can get. I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, yeah, so, like, the Trojan War... It bothered me that Odysseus was, like, bragging about the fact that he was, like, the most fucked up person. And, like, he was the one who was able to, like, kill the people. Like, you know, if they took in uh, prisoners, you know, he'd make them tell uh, tell secrets by, you know, telling him that they'd spare his life. And then once they told their secrets, he'd kill them anyway. Uh, you know, like, all this jazz. So he was killing people who prisoners and then like he came up with the idea for the Trojan horse and if anybody you know like the people that went with him if they decided you know were starting to like think better of this or you know back down or anything he'd hold them there at you know at night like at knife point um you know he was the one who like encouraged Achilles to go on that killing spree after Patroclus was killed or whatnot. Like that person, Odysseus say, be like saying that he is a able to do all of that and be kind of proud that he was the one to do that. He's bragging about being a war criminal. Yeah. He's quite literally yeah, and about committing like, atrocities. And what was the title that they gave him? The best man of the war or the whatever? It was the best of the Greeks. The, oh yeah. Something yeah. like that. Something like that. That sounds closer to best man of the world. Um, of best the war. man of the world? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, for him to be proud of that, like, I would guess being proud of the title, sure. But being proud of how you got that title, that's suspicious. That's, <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. That's um, weird. That's suspicious. <laughs> that that's what I'd be like. I'm done. No, yeah, <laughs> the definitely. wife would have been my first red flag, and I'd be like, mm. the the war crimes part, the Geneva Convention breaking. That would be like, I gotta go. I gotta yeah. dip real quick. Yeah. yeah. No, he definitely has other red flags too, though. So, so many red flags. It, yeah. Uh, the Dallas is the only good man we've met. Yeah. Really. Truly. He is. All right. Is there anything else that we want to discuss? Oh, at the end of 16, the new hope, the new feeling that she gets, I'm very interested to find out what that is because she just, it's, it was a very good cliffhanger. It's not like, I don't think it's just Odysseus. I think it's the, yeah, I think it has something to do with something else. Freedom. Mm -hmm. I think she should just hitch right on a decision. I, what will they do if she leaves? What will they do? I don't know, Kill but her? okay. So that might like, be better. this article that I just pulled up in order to find out whether or not Glaucus was real, this article says that, hang on, where'd it go? Of the three female sorcerers, Cersei, Pasiphae, and Medea, Cersei is regarded as the most powerful of the three. 
But Cersei was also said to have the power to hide the sun and moon as she willed. That's Hell dope. Yeah! That is so fucking <laughs> Fuck dope. Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> you have my patch now. I want that to happen in this story because, and I saw that by accident, but I wanted to share it with the world anyway. Um, so spoiler alert. Um, we don't know if it's a spoiler. We don't but know, spoilers. but yes. Okay. So I want that to happen because I think that it would be good for her to get off the island. I don't necessarily want her to get on Odysseus's ship and go with him, but maybe like the next round of ship, the next ship, because like what happens to the ships of the guys that all of them get turned into swine. So like, you know, there are burns them again. Oh, okay. But like, like if she, she turns the them into ones. swine and then she's like, all right, I'm going to take my lions and my bears and my uh, wolves. And we're just going to go on a little road trip and then just be like, no sun today, block. No moon tonight, block. Like, I want that to happen. I want her to be able to sneak away, but I don't want it to be with Odysseus. I find it not funny, haha, but funny, like, interesting. Of course Zeus got this wrong. Any interesting. Zeus et al's this bitch. Cersei being my bitch, like in a good way. Mm -hmm. Aedes, horrible atrocities. Persis, horrible atrocities. Mm -hmm. Pazifae has one of the worst monsters known in Greek mythology. Not only that, he might have chosen wrong. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That's what I meant by had. That's what I meant by had. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, I definitely think that he chose wrong. Um, But I also think that she is regarded as the most uh the most powerful and the one who could potentially be uh like cause the most problems but she is also the one that they can overtake the easiest by mm. just talking to her like if they try to go at her with pure force other than the guy who she wanted to believe was a good person and overtook her and we know where that went but like any god she's automatically going to be like i'm going to prepare myself for this like a normal yeah. human probably not she uh, you, but you know uh you know talking to her is probably the easiest way especially with her growing up and being told that she's nothing that she uh you know she is the value of nothing she contributes nothing blah 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 blah. until she got on this island she never saw herself as anything more than the useless daughter of helios and Mm -hmm. i think that's why they chose her because she was going to go without a fight she was okay with being exiled Mm -hmm. because she thought herself as not worthy of being among those who she considered worthy i agree with that reasoning i that's why I said it was yeah. funny how wrong they fucking Oh, died. yeah, yeah, yeah. She's number one, the most powerful, which is maybe a good thing that they exiled her then, but she would have been the least likely to use that power for evil. Yes. Like, the, the worst thing she's done at this point is turn, well, exploded some people, and turn men into pigs, not even killing them after they turn into pigs. Yeah. They killed themselves, basically. Yeah, well, if they could get out, they killed them. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe she eats some of them. That's not really mentioned. Like, yeah, no, but um, I mean, bacon. <laughs> okay, let's go to ranking with that with that ending quote. 
Bacon. All right. So, uh, character ranking. There are only six characters, or are we can are we including unnamed asshole? No. Okay. So it's I. To me. This is not in order, but I have Cersei, Hermes, Odysseus, Jason, Medea, and Aetes. Are all? Or is that who we're including? Yeah. Okay. So. Number six, bottom of the pile of the group, he's canceled, is Aetes. <laughs> I was canceled. <laughs> he can't, I can't. Ugh. So, like, him coming to her island and being so pissed that she let Medea leave and being like, I'm going to fucking punish you for not keeping her here. That was your duty. Like, no, it's not. My duty is not to keep track of your children. Like, yeah. and hold them hostage until you come to, you know, rain down your wrath. That is not. You want my me to duty. do a favor for you? Visit me more than once yes. whenever you need something. Yes. You want that? Yes. So he's at the bottom of the fucking pile. For number five is Hermes because he's also canceled and he's an asshole and calls her dull, which. No, she's not. Like, of all she's the fucking the strongest people. witch yes. of all time. You're boring. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck off. Which, like, we don't know in what way he he meant that to be, like, as a person or in bed or whatever. I'll, either way, he don't If she that. was dull in bed, he would not have come back. That's true. Very true. Uh, number four <sighs> is... Medea, because she just like she's power hungry and you know she didn't really treat Cersei very well when Cersei was actively trying to help her you know she was like stay here you know you don't have to deal with going back to Jason's hometown and everyone there resenting you and I'll also teach you what I know and we can stand against your father together and Medea just straight up you know insulted her and that you know, state that messed with Cersei a lot for a while until something else had to mess with Cersei. And um, so, you know, not that, like, I don't think Medea is totally canceled just yet, but she's getting there. Like, she's not the best. Yeah. So, number three is Jason because he doesn't do a lot. I mean, he's decent, but he doesn't do a lot. Um, but he also doesn't have a likability for him to be higher. So then second is Odysseus and, you know, not because he's a good person, not because of what his decisions or descriptions are, but just because he's better than the others as of now. Uh, and then number one is Cersei because, I mean, she does everything with a purpose. She doesn't do anything haphazardly. All of her decisions are very, uh, you know, made of sound mind. And if they're not made of sound mind, later on, I still agree with your decisions at this point. Mm -hmm. So you haven't done anything to not be number one. Which, has she even dropped below number one for us so far? I don't think Maybe so. me. I might have switched her into Dallas at some point. But oh, I don't okay. remember. That would have been the only time yeah, that's thus true. far. It's going to be really hard. She's really fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my ranking. 
I agree with your Reiki, except for the middle, which is like the least important. I think I would switch. So I would still go Aedes, then Hermes, both canceled men. Fuck them. Um, uh-huh. I would put Jason fourth, just because, like you said, he is really boring. And to me, at least the woman is interesting mm-hmm. and has more of a personality. He's just boring and they are drugged up, which like, he kind of took it purposely. So I can't say that he was like, unknowingly doing it unknowingly drugged so like he's at fourth just because he's boring to me and then Medea, who's still an awful person but at least interest more interesting than jason yeah and then odysseus who i do not trust as far as i could throw him he's just essentially i think he just doesn't want to go home like it's not like he's like it's not like he's just playing house to get used to everything he just straight up doesn't want to go home he's been at war for 10 years nervous so he has wild oaks yeah Probably. I'm assuming he slept with more than just Cersei. I don't think that's a probably men. assumption to make. Probably his soldiers. Hell yeah. <laughs> but don't cheat on your wife, but hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I just... He seems very manipulative. And at least with Hermes, one thing I will give Hermes is that both he and Medea knew at all times that they were manipulating one another, mm-hmm. either for information or for like sex, for amusement, whatever it was. At least they both knew that they were snakes seeing who would bite each other first. You said Medea. Are you talking? Did you mean Cersei? Sorry, Cersei and Hermes. Hermes. Okay. Yes, yeah. Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for that catch. Um, with Odysseus, I feel like she doesn't realize how much he is still manipulating yes. her. As much as she still gets it over on him, it's just like, I'm not telling you that information. Screw you. Yeah, Lord. no, she doesn't share any of her life with him. She's just like, you know, I'd rather listen to your stories than tell you any of mine. I'd rather be the, the background. Which is why he stayed so long. Yeah. Yeah. But don't trust him as far as it. And then Cersei has gone through a lot, still love her, and she's grow she's continuing to grow even though she keeps getting like punched down yeah. at every single corner, it feels yes, like. Yes. She's still getting back up and moving on and doing the best she can to heal and grow mm-hmm. from everything that's been done to her. Yep. So my favorite quote is when I passed back by the pen, his friends would stare at me with pleading faces. They moaned and squealed and pressed their snouts to the earth. We are sorry. We are sorry. Sorry you were caught, I said. Sorry that you thought I was weak, but you were wrong. That's my favorite quote this week. Because I'm like, the majority of the time, guys are not sorry about their actions. They're sorry that they got caught. And they're sorry that they have to deal with the consequences of them. And I just wanted to call that out because... You know, and it's a little bit different than any of my other quotes, favorite quotes from the past. So, you know, mixing it up a little today. All men are pits. Yes. Go. In one way Uh, or another. I chose the Bren quote this week. So mine is literally end of chapter 16. Um, I kept my own hands in the dark. I did not have a thousand wiles and I was no fit star. Yet for the first time, I felt something in that space, a hope, a living breath. That might yet grow between. And I think that was really beautiful because it's the first time she's ever felt fucking hope in her life. Yes. <laughs> and I it might be to do with Odysseus, it might be because she's realized I can I can shield my father's eyes away from me and I be able to do what I want for the first mm-hmm. time in my life. Yep. But either way, she's finally 
realizing something that she can do and she has some sort of hope in that. Yeah. That's, that's my favorite quote. Yeah. I, yeah, we definitely did switch our quotes this week. (laughs) Um, Yeah. What am I ever the gushy one? (laughs) Never the gushy one. Uh, Maybe I wasn't feeling gushy this week. I don't know. That's okay. Um, Okay. So I do have a question for our listeners out there. So out of all of Cersei's consensual lovers thus far, not counting the dude from chapter 14. Uh, so we're just talking about Hermes, Dedalus, and Odysseus. Who do you think was most suited to her as a partner and why? I mean, it's obvious Dedalus. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I mean, he's the only one who, like, I guess she t- technically didn't ask Odysseus. Like, they... They they slept together on a bet, a, a challenge essentially. Yeah. But it, all this was very much like, tell me, tell me to leave, and I'll leave. Yeah. But she, they seem the most on par with each mm-hmm. other, while all, also still having that interest with one another. Yeah. And he was actively interested in her, not just her giving and not receiving anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it is to Dallas as well. I think that all of them have something that they can relate to Cersei with and in their own way, you know, that's what she needed from them at the time. But Mm -hmm. I think that if she could have gone back and if Dallas had taken Glaucus's place as far as, um, you know, who she turned into a god, I think Dallas would have stayed with her and would have chosen to love her and be her partner in throughout life. And uh, unlike what Glaucus did. And so I think that Didalus would have chosen her if he could have, if it wasn't for mm-hmm. Icarus, if he didn't have to choose Icarus, I think he would have chosen Cersei. They did they ever discuss him just like taking Icarus to the island with them? No, I guess he wouldn't have been free then. I think that was also a big thing, not just Icarus, is that he was never he would still never be free even on that island with Mm -hmm. her. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, but like Icarus, (laughs) the reason that he wasn't going to leave was because Icarus was technically, I guess, owned by uh, Minus and Pacifae. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, Didalus wasn't born there. He was brought in, but Icarus was born there. And I think if you're born under, in someone's, someone who's officially a king, you're their subject and therefore their property type deal. So, like, you can't just take somebody. I think that was the whole deal with, like, they have something of mine that I'm not going to leave behind. And that was Icarus mm-hmm. because if he had taken Icarus, he'd be taking government property. Basically. He wouldn't be taking his son. He'd be taking government property. I know. Anyway, I know. You're right. I just hate it. Yeah, no, I, agree. <laughs> I hate every bit of it. <laughs> oh oh goodness. goodness. But yeah, so that's my question for all of you. Let us know what you think, you know. If... And we will not judge you by your answer. Oh, yeah, no. But just give us a reason. Yeah. We just want to know the reason behind your answers. Yeah, if and you think... if there's more that happens beyond what we've read, yeah. 
then don't spoil it for us. But that can also inform you. Like if Hermes somehow comes back and is just like, I love you so much or you, <laughs> that wouldn't happen. But like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> if they redeem themselves somewhere mm-hmm. later on, the like you can use that to yeah. change your answer. If you know that information. Yes. Yeah. No, we, this is a judgment free zone. Uh, whatever your answers are to any of our questions, you know, cause I'm sure that y'all are just like, that's what you chose for your answer for some of our answers uh, for past questions, maybe not this one, but, um, you know, like judgment free zone, we're not going to judge you. Please don't judge us. And we'll- unless you're saying some real nasty shit, we won't judge nasty as in like, I like the guy from chapter 14. Like, if you're like that level we'll, shit, we're gonna delete we will your, block you. We will block you and delete your comment if you do that. But, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> don't just be an asshole and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's what we're saying. We just want See, friends. We want nice friends here. Person. Yes. This is an open book club unless you're an asshole. This is the no asshole book club. And no mothers either. Sorry. All bacon. Yeah. <laughs> The all bacon butt fluff. Yes. All right. Now that we have spent gosh knows how long debating our <laughs> our life and our choices here. Uh, <laughs> this was so much fun. I have fun every freaking week. I hope y'all do too. And we look forward to sharing more and reading more with all of y'all. So Aiden. Cheers. For more information and updates, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sips and Subtext. If you like what you're listening to, make sure you subscribe and follow us. And if you're feeling extra nerdy, give us a buzzed-worthy review.